Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What's the DIY thing that you have done over, you know, our last months and Stay at home. 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer. Hi. Oh, hi. How are you doing? Yeah, you know, just hanging out. All right, cool. Um, so, you know, we've done this kind of talk before where we've been like, you know, what's the Amish thing you found yourself doing? Are you churning your own butter? Are you making your bread? Bradley, I know that you are doing some vinegar <laughs> or something. I did. Oh, my God. Fruit scrap vinegar. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Bradley knows how to party. Pickle, pickle. But, pickle, I was, pickle. but I was thinking, actually, I saw this article that I can't open for some reason right now. Um, about, and it was written in, I believe it was in New York um, Magazine, how to DIY everything. And what it basically was is an article that kind of shared different things yeah. that you could be DIYing. I Y that you could be doing yourself yeah. at your home. Um, and how do you do it? So I thought, you know, YouTube, I've actually looked up things like how to make a patio on YouTube because we might be doing some landscaping coming up. And I'm like, that's the best place to learn about things is on YouTube. Oh God, I'm wondering YouTube. what kinds of things people have done themselves that they've gotten engaged in over the last few weeks while so we've been much. at home. Let's go to the phones, shall we? Yes. Vinegar boy. Um, hey we've yo. got Bo on the hey. line. Hi, Bo. Hi, Colleen. Bo, what have you DIY'd? I built a patio. <gasps> did you see You built a patio? What? How did I you? Did. did you do like a stone patio or did you do with wood? What did you do? I, I bought wood at the uh, local hardware store, um, all pre-cut, pre-measured. Uh, the patio itself is 12 by 14 feet. It's not connected to the house at all, so uh -huh. I didn't need to pull any permits or anything. Yes. It's a floating patio. Oh, um, and 100% YouTube DIY. Wow. Now, I, I do have uh, a little bit of a handyman experience. I'm an electrician. So I had a bag full of tools that um, helped me out, but I am not a carpenter, so this was an idea straight from scratch. That is That's so awesome, awesome Bo. Kudos. I am super impressed. Yeah, can Holly give me a... Yeah, we're going to yeah. give you one of those. Okay. okay. Bo, way to go. Thanks way to go, Bo. Thanks for your call, Bo. I, like, I thought I was kidding, but we really did look up how to do like a stone patio, but that's you, amazing. Anything you want to do, find. I'm, I'm a visual learner. I generally like to watch people do things, and yes. then, I, then I have to read something probably too, but if I see it, it's much more, I can crystallize things way easier in my head right. visually. That's why YouTube, uh, it's just, it's so makes things seem so uh, much more 
digestible. Right? Let's go to the phones. Uh, by the way, 651-641-1071. What have you DIY'd over the last few weeks? Tim is on the line. Hi, Tim. What have you DIY'd? Well, you could maybe make a case for having supervised the DIY project. That works. Yeah, I was in the room when it was being done. My wife made a whole quilt by hand, like needle and thread, no sewing machine, nothing. Wow. Knock it off. No, I mean, and that's, I mean, you don't even know. That's a big hairy deal well i mean i I know i know using a machine to do it it takes forever i can only imagine doing it by hand that's unbelievable i bet you're super proud well i am i mean it's for our four-month-old grandson so it didn't have to be very big yeah but but still that's unbelievable and what made her choose to do it all with a needle and thread and not use the sewing machine uh mostly not having one Oh, that'll do. That'll help. Yeah, yeah. that yep. that actually kind of that is a thing. Yeah, it was a major influence. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Tim, that is so cool. Well, tell I her we it. are impressed. Uh, I will. And thanks for calling. Thanks, Tim. That is really that is a um, massive undertaking. So, what else have you done, Colleen? Anything? I mean, I've thought about doing a lot of things. <laughs> Like, We're all doing a lot of thinking. But I honestly, you know, we are going to have to do some landscaping at my house, mostly because I've decided I don't want to have any mowable grass in my backyard oh, ever okay. again. Well, you know, you could really just do some native prairie no, I, landscaping. I don't want to do that either. Oh, okay. I just want pebbles and maybe like a little uh, little like patio area. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to have to pay somebody to do it. No, I get it. So I've watched, I cannot even tell you how many videos about like how to dig out, right? And then how to tamp it down with the tamp. I will tell you, thing. Um, I mean, we had somebody draw our patio, but m- we have more patio than lawn. And that is just a godsend because right? it's like the grass is almost decorative. <laughs> I know. See, and that's the thing about it is, listen, we always say at our house, I'm not, we're not growing grass. We're growing kids because yep. the kids will ruin the grass. Yep. Um, and they have, and I just have decided to not care any longer. So I'm this whole, so I, that's what I do all afternoon when I go home today is just I will be watching videos. YouTube videos of people making patios. How sad is my life? No, this is a trust. I know. I made vinegar. Okay, so can you really quickly talk about your vinegar? I just, you know, I like to ferment things. And it's okay. So I started saving veggie scraps for bone broth, right? Because you use veggie scraps and chicken bones, which another thing is so easy to do. You just have a bag in the freezer. Every time you make veggies or something, you put the scraps, except for like, you don't want like, like spinach or greens, things that smell weird when you cook them. Mm -hmm. But all your other veggies, onions, carrots, all that stuff, you just throw them in a bag. And then when you the bag gets full of bones and veggies, then you make stock or broth, right? Right. So um, I saw some people posting videos about uh, uh, fruit scrap vinegar. And I know from fermenting, you know, fermenting... Which, by the way, sounds like a heavy metal song. Fruit scrap vinegar! (laughs) Pew, 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 pew! They can really shred your fruit. Um, anyway, so you just keep another bag in the freezer. And like I made, you know, I like to make my apple butter. He loves his apple and butter. And so I take the apple cores and the peels or bits that are left over. And uh, you you throw, throw that in a bag. And then you fill up a jar, pour water over it, add a couple tablespoons of sugar, depending on the size. 
and leave it to ferment out in the open for like a month. And then you have tasty fruit vinegar that you can use for like uh, dressings. And That's so awesome. Yeah, it's just something to do. I mean, I told you this earlier when we were off air. I have this thing like we had all this time this weekend. If I, I can't just sit on the couch and watch TV for hours. Right. So I have to be doing stuff. Right. And it's not the stuff I should be doing. Like right. cleaning no, out the basement. you have to do basements. something you want to do. Exactly. Right. You got to mix that in there yeah. somewhere. Mm-hmm. Because you also made bagels this weekend. Oh, God. I'm telling you, the world, if they knew how easy it was to make bagels, would never buy bagels again. I mean, this I've been learning this about things, right? Right. Like making you my did hamburger this buns. buns. Yeah. I was like, why... Why do we buy them again? I don't know. It's like once you find a good recipe and you practice, it's like it just it, plus you also feel like you conquered the world. Right. When you pull something out of the oven, you're like, I can do stuff. I I actually but see, this has been going on for a couple of years. I make my own pasta. Yeah. And I I get like a terrible guilt feeling or like a self criticism Mm -hmm. whenever I feel like we need to buy pasta because I just don't have time to make it. Yeah. I'm like, Oh gosh. Okay. Well, I guess we'll just use this stuff that we bought at the store. And I feel like I've let the world down, which is so silly, but like, that's where we're living right now. But that's totally fine. And and I used to do this thing where I would say, I'm not, I'm a cook. uh, I like to cook things, but I'm not a good baker because bakers need recipes. And I'm like proving that that's not always true. It's kind of like, you know how you would like shame yourself about math or something that you're like, I'm not good at that. Well, do you know that you're not good at that? Or is that just what you've been telling yourself? Right. So oh. it's, that's why I think it's fun to push yourself to uncomfortable places and try new things. I really love that what we just did is gave people like, like <laughs> a, a positive message. Yeah. Like a, it was like self-help. Yes. DIY self-help. DIY. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Britney Spears is the quarantine queenie. Quarantine queenie. Um, this I have a. I'll tell you the story of how Britney had to quarantine so she could see her kids, and then I'd like to ask a lot of questions. All right, we'll talk about it after this on My Talk 107.1. Quarantini. It's the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 107.1 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. Uh, okay, so Britney Spears, here's how the story goes. And by the way, whenever we have a mystery to solve around Britney Spears, we pull together the Cobra Gang. Whenever there's trouble, whenever I'm a double, we're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time, we're the Cobra She's a corn queen. Corn queenie. Okay, so here's how the story goes. So we got to put some puzzle pieces together. This is the first uh, thing we have to do. Okay. Because we heard last week that she had spent the early two weeks of quarantine uh, at her sister's house in Louisiana. Yep. Okay. Then she came home and we had wondered about... Like, who was with her at home and what was going on with her boyfriend, Sam Asghari. And then she posted some pictures that indicated that maybe Sam Asghari was with her. Exactly. At her house quarantining with her. Well, how about this article that arrived uh, on my computer screen from TMZ today? Oh. Britney Spears went through two weeks of full isolation 
in order to see her boys, Jaden and Sean, self-quarantining for 14 days. All of this at the request of Kevin Federline, the father of her boys. Uh, Sources with knowledge of the situation tell TMZ Brittany returned from to L.A. from a trip to see her family down in Louisiana at the end of April. Yep. When she got back, she wanted to spend some time with her sons, but Kevin insisted that she quarantine for at least two weeks before seeing them. Can I just uh, back this up and just add a little bit to this? I imagine that this is a story coming from Kevin. It could be, yeah. Right, the problem because it makes him sound really yeah, like responsible. He, out of an abundance of caution. Well, okay. here let me let's let me double down on that because the story goes on to say our sources say Kevin has been homeschooling Jaden and Sean since the middle of March when schools closed due to the spread of the novel coronavirus. Uh, we're told Brittany had no issues obliging Kevin's request and gladly quarantined after her trip down south. And she's since seen her boys twice at her home with each visit lasting a couple hours. So can we just state the obvious? It's so obvious. Go ahead. Well, no, actually, it's not obvious. Does this mean that she's not been with Sam Asgari? Well, that's the question I'm asking. So that's my big question is if she had to self-quarantine. I, <sighs> that means she hasn't been. Well. It should mean if you if you're really truly saying self quarantine, you're really saying self isolate, right? right? Full so, isolation is what this article says. Full isolation means that you are not having human contact with anyone else, which For I two don't full weeks, which I don't buy, but whatever. So that would have to mean, I guess, at the very least, it could mean that Sam also. Was full isolation, self-quarantining for two weeks? Uh, but he was out running with a nut cup on his face. That's true. So that wasn't self-quarantining. Yeah. What all I'm saying is, so like, because that then leads to yet another question that I have, which is, okay, fine, maybe or maybe not with Sam Asgari, but do you mean to tell me then that she was in that big earth mansion all by her dang self? Like, where are all the people running that place? Because, girl... Do we know where this mansion is? She can't go to Starbucks without a babysitter. Do you see what I'm saying? So you're expecting me to believe that for two solid weeks, she was solo in that big ass house? I mean, yeah. The hard part is you don't know what people's, I I guess full isolation means what it says, but you, you know, God only, I've seen so many people saying like, oh yeah, we're being really careful. And then you see photos of them holding people on like, you know, like hugging people on social media. You're like, right. okay, so are you? Because I don't think that's what it's, I would call being isn't that bizarre? careful. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Um, 
yeah, this 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 just shows us what we know to be true, which is that the things coming out of Britney Spears are highly suspect. I would tend to believe this article, meaning it's probably coming from Kevin, and therefore I think it's probably legit, right? Right. Whether, like, what she's actually doing and whether you can trust what she's saying, I don't know about that. So, yeah, I I just, it totally, to me, the article was trying to answer a question I didn't have yeah, and then led to a hundred questions that it didn't answer. Yeah, exactly. So, in other words, I think you're right. I think this probably did come from Kevin Federline's camp. It makes him look real good. Um, but it doesn't tell us anything about the reality of what Britney is living right now yeah, or what her world looks like. Also, I think it's, it's okay. Yeah. Because then you do more math and you're like, okay, so if she had to quarantine for two weeks after being in Louisiana to see her family, that would say to you that Kevin Federline is real concerned about who else is in her orbit. Yeah. So even if she did full isolation for two weeks and then Sam Asghari came back into the bubble, then she'd have to start the quarantine all over, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just real confusing. I'm real confused. I'm real confused. I don't know what's also, going on, but it doesn't answer example, anything. For example, let's be so, it's so obvious. Mm-hmm. Remember, it was April 30th, you may not remember, but when you see it, you will be reminded of the photo of Sam Asghari and Britney Spears together on a bike. Let's just assume for the sake of this uh, article that was taken on that day. Who's taking the photo? Oh. Oh. Right? They're not isolating because somebody took that damn photo. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Mm -hmm. um, we got to get to some celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them. We call them. D-Bag. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Behaving badly. We love to talk about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. Um, we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. That name is. D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. What's up? Who's your D-Bag? Um, Mozzie Banks today is a gentleman. Oh, I'm not even going to use that term. Is a person known as Woody Allen. Okay, so why Woody Allen is talking again? I suppose it has to do with the fact that he's got a new memoir. And, uh, well, it was originally canceled by the first publisher, after the employees uh, formed a protest, but then it came out again. Anyway, um, so he's doing an interview, and in the interview he says some things. But the, particularly, I don't want to relitigate Woody Allen and uh, the allegations that he sexually abused his child. Um, people can do that on their own. What I do want to do is point out something doo-doo. hilarious. <laughs> doo-doo. <laughs> Emphasis on the doo-doo mm-hmm. in this particular story is something... I just thought was particularly rich out of the lips of one Woody Allen. He says, uh, wh- here's a little s- uh, section of the, uh, the article. Woody Allen calls daughter Dylan Farrow's accusation that he sexually abused her as a child a, quote, false allegation, but a great tabloid drama. 
in a new interview with the Mail on Sunday newspaper. <sighs> okay. Can I point out the obvious there? Go. He talks about it's um, a false allegation, but a great tabloid drama. To a tabloid. To a tabloid. <sighs> he knows exactly what he's doing. Well, here's the thing. I, I just, and, and this is not to excuse the behavior because it doesn't, because the behavior is inexcusable. But what he, because he's a storyteller, that's what he does yeah. for a living. Mm-hmm. He knows exactly how to construct and spin a story. Yeah. And that's exactly and he's what saying, he's trying to do he's once again. He's crying about tabloid drama by talking to a tabloid. And by the way, the most tabloidy tabloid, the Daily Mail. At the t- most tabloidy time, the uh, Mail on Sunday. So they're, they're, you know, Sunday edition. He's the coupon section of the tabloid, essentially. Right? Like, he does the tabloidiest tabloid thing on the tabloidiest of tabloid issue days. Right. Um, anyway, so... He knows exactly what he's doing. I did see somebody on social media that I follow say they actually really enjoyed his book. And I had so many questions... But I, I just didn't want to go there by asking them because I don't want to read his book. But I do. I, Holly, weren't you going to follow up and just do the Heavy do due diligence for yeah, us? Yeah, I was. And if you still want me to, I no, can. I mean, I don't want to be responsible for making you read the out. But there seems something completely misogynistic uh, yeah. and inappropriate with me saying, hey, Holly, yeah, read that. I'm too lazy to do it. Can you do it? But, but anyway, can you do it though? But could you do it? <laughs> <laughs> Let me work on okay. it. Okay. No, I just because I do want to hear what his framing is. Um, not because I think there's any doubt to the allegations. And again, you can make up your own mind um, whether you believe uh, Dylan Farrow or not. But but I am curious what the frame is by which he addresses that story. Because <sighs> I've never, to be fair, I've never really dug into his account. Uh, all that much. But and so here's my question. Has he ever offered his account very much? Do you see what I'm saying? Because I, I think that like we've heard the one side so vociferously. We have not necessarily. I think he's heard. accounted for it before, but I think it's probably been very predictable, right? Like, like oh, I just fell in love this, with my well, that's daughter. The Sunni, the Sunni stuff, right? Yeah. But yeah. Right. And then there's all the other stuff. Yeah. Right. Because I, lest you forget, there's also the abuse of, um, which, which Pharaoh, Dylan, Dylan? Dylan? Pharaoh. Yeah. 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 I mean, oh. yeah, no, he's still a D bag. I just, it was that particular bit. Cause I, I was like, okay, I need to read what, why he's talking and what he's talking about and blah, blah, blah. Cause you know, we try to be mildly. Uh, broad in our in our perusal of the internets when it comes to pop culture and this particular story I kept seeing come up and the first paragraph in I'm like he you know basically shames people for you know reading tabloids by talking to essentially a tabloid yay I feel like Woody Allen's worldview is summed up in the last sentence of this oh what is it what does he say he said Human existence is precarious, terrifying, and pointless. Okay. Okay, so, all right. Yeah. Which is a great way to divorce yourself from any of the actual story. Yeah. Or responsibility. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
Our next, our D-bag, my D-bag today is a listener submission. Yay! So I would like to say thank oh, you to pew, April pew. for submitting <laughs> this D-bag because I, this is crazy. So, you know the the movie Uncut Gems that Adam Sandler was um, unhappy that he was not nominated for any awards for? Vaguely. Okay, so by the way, my husband watched that last week or yeah. over the weekend. He was like, it was mind-numbingly bad. Oh, God. He didn't like it at all. Holly, did you watch it? I haven't yet. Okay. I don't know even... I couldn't even tell you what it's about. I don't know nothing. But I do know this. That April sent me a link to the Netflix film Instagram, the verified Instagram handle for Netflix. Okay. Where they are announcing that Uncut Gems is now available to stream. Now, the thing about um, Instagram and Netflix is like anybody who likes Netflix and wants to know what's going to be released on Netflix can follow this Instagram. Sure. Including, you know, young people with Instagram accounts. Oh, sure. Right? So like 13 year olds who have Instagram accounts, they might follow Netflix film. Yeah. Which is why this post is maybe ill-advised. It is a still shot from the movie Uncut Gems. Okay. It looks like perhaps there's a caption, like a closed caption caption of a quote that Adam Sandler's character says in the movie Uncut Gems. And the Uh... quote is, holy bleep, I'm gonna, and I'm just gonna say, arrive. I'm going to arrive. It would be another word for arrive. Uh, And it might signify the completion of a pleasurable event. Ew. Okay. It's nasty. Holy bleep. I'm going to arrive. That's nasty. Um, And that is the sentiment that is meant to celebrate the fact that Uncut Gems is now on Netflix globally, and that is actually the caption. When you realize Uncut Gems is now on Netflix globally, as though your reaction might be, "Holy bleep! I'm going to have a complete." I'm in a schmorgasm. Yes, exactly. Okay. All and right, April nasty. was like, "I don't know if I'm being prude, but my 15 year old follows this." Yep. And I thought, you know what, Netflix. You can do better than that. You can be a little bit more creative. Oh, so dirty! I just uh, sometimes your mind I out of the gutter. Netflix don't think <laughs> all the way through. Who might? I think they're just trying to be edgy with the kids. Well, they were edgy. Again, I don't know that the movie is worth that level of excitement. Well, you know, if but the movie's crap otherwise, me. I mean, I guess you got to lead with, you know, something shocking. And um, that was it, right? apparently. Um, oh, they say naughty words in there. I got to watch that. Yeah. Oh. Holy bleep. Yep. I'm going to arrive. Okay. Uh, thank you, by the way, April, for submitting that. And by the way, if you are a human person and you are listening and you see... a human person? Then we have a different conversation. And you see... Uh, anything that you find to be D-baggy, send, it, send it our way. Because yeah. you, you, it might just end up in this segment. But if you're a bot, we don't want to We don't want it. bots. No, just say no to bots. We don't want to talk about it. I see what you did there. When we arrive, Ew. when we return... Um, upon oh, our return. Upon our return, you guys, I, I want to tell you about... 
something that Taylor Swift did. Okay. That reconfirms for me once again that she is a bad, uh, you know what? She is, this is a strong woman. And I'm going to tell you how she tried to give a big old middle finger to Scooter Braun. And I think it worked. It's a really cool story. I'll tell you okay. about it after this on my Talk 1071. I'm excited to tell you this story about a Taylor Swift song in a way that she gave a big old middle finger to Scooter Braun. This is a Colleen oh. Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Okay, so this, this story, it might sound a little confusing right off the bat, but I promise it'll start to make sense. Um, because there's a lot of things I'm going to say that you're going to go, I ain't never heard of that before. Okay. Um, but it does require you to remember some history. And the history is that Scooter Braun and Big Machine Records uh, are the ones that hold all of the masters of Taylor Swift, her original songs. Yep. Which caused a big hullabaloo back in the day. It was a huge hullabaloo. Scooter Braun, this was a major... Um, they pulled the wool over Taylor Swift's eyes in the sense that um, they bought Scooter Braun bought Big Machine Records, which was the label that had all of her masters that she had been with for many, many years, um, and then took control of her masters. Scooter Braun represents, among others, um, so, uh, no, does he represent Selena Gomez? Demi Lovato, yep. Selena Gomez, not any longer, though. Did at one point. Justin Bieber. Um, a lot of big names. And this was a calculated move to try to make some money off of Taylor Swift, who's a huge name in the pop industry. So one of the songs that now Scooter Braun and Big Machine Records owns is Look What You Made Me Do from her Reputation album. Well, Taylor Swift, and she's been really vocal about the fact, like about how this all felt and what this did for her to her, I should say, and how, you know, the process of re-recording all of her masters so that she can make money off of her own music. You know, there's a million things that are wrong with this, right? Well, she found a way to give a great big middle finger to Scooter Braun and Big Machine Records by re-releasing Look What You Made Me Do. Only it's not her singing. And it's not the original version of Look What You ma- what you Made Me Do. It was eagle-eyed viewers who put this all together. Oh. So in the finale of Killing Eve, which is a super popular show that yeah. I need to get on my binge mm-hmm. list, um, it airs on the BBC. It is, I think that it has Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I think she's the creator. Phoebe Waller-Bridge is. Uh, it's, she's not? I don't, I don't. Of Killing Eve? Yeah, this article says Phoebe Waller-Bridge was the creator of that show. In any case, at the end of this, the most recent episode, they played this sort of slowed-down, jazzy version of Look What You Made Me Do. She's a writer on the show. Okay. Well, one of the producers that was listed for this super jazzy version of Look What You Made Me Do was Nils Schoberg. Who's Nils Schoberg? Oh, that name sounds vaguely familiar for some reason, but I don't remember why. I will tell you why. Oh, okay. Because Nils Schoberg first appeared on the credits for Kelvin Harris's collaboration with oh, Rihanna. This is what yes, you came for. I remember Back this. in 2015, and that was... That was her. Her, Taylor Swift. Now, the name of the band that is noted for this 
reimagining of Look What You Made Me Do is a band called Jack Leopards and the Dolphin Club. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Who that? Doesn't she like dolphins? Who that? That is her made-up band with her brother, uh, and her brother Austin is the vocals on this new reimagined version of "Look What You Made Me Do." Interesting. Isn't that crazy? She's so clever. Now, what she's like the Illuminati of pop culture, oh, uh, pop music, ladies. But it gets even better because Taylor Swift tweeted about this on May. 24th, uh, two days ago, very stoked about this cover of Look What You Made Me Do on Killing Eve by Jack Leopards and the Dolphin Club. So she tweeted about it, and then everybody was like, hold on, who is this? This is so crazy. Right? Because you know that if it is the original version of that song, Scooter Braun is getting the money for it. But instead, now Taylor Swift will be making all of the money from this Oh, song. that's clever. I like Her that. own song. That's cute. Reimagined. You know what? And Holly, I didn't give you a heads up on this, but if I post for you the link, will you play it? Yeah. Please. No, <laughs> no I shan't. Um, I believe that it is in this. Um, and I, you know, I don't think that song has any swears. Plus it was on TV. Um, it's almost, I, I listened to it for a hot second and it just is almost unrecognizable as that song. But listen to this. Don't like you. Yeah. And I kind of like, this is the kind of stuff where I'm like, I am here for Taylor Swift when she turns the tables like this and finds creative ways to like totally screw the man. I love it. This is very Taylor Swift. Right. To have sort of like, you know. A mystery wrapped in a conundrum. Right. That she just sort of like laid out the crumb trail for everybody to say, hey, like, I'm I'm involved in this. Yep. Don't worry about it. Um, but he will be getting zero of the proceeds of this song. Mm-hmm. So for people who love that song or just want to support Taylor Swift in giving a big middle finger to... Oh. Um, that guy but you know it's it goes both ways like she's smart she knows what she's doing and this just makes him even more visible and even more like you know Mm -hmm. they are connected and will be for the foreseeable future in terms of like one person's success is tied to the other Mm -hmm. can i really quickly say one other thing about phoebe waller bridge Mm -hmm. because i told you this a little bit earlier bradley um and I want the world to watch the show run. Yeah. This is a, 
I I'll explain. I don't know how to explain it. The category of the show run that was on HBO. This the first season wrapped up on Sunday night. Um, I would call it like a comedy suspense thing. Yeah. I don't even know what category to put it in, which is why it's so perfectly Phoebe Waller Bridge because she sort of marries a lot of different emotions in her work. Um, and she created this show and it's a half hour show that was airing every Sunday night on HBO and the series wrapped up and the, and I want people to watch it just because I think it's so brilliantly done and you won't be able to see what's coming next at any juncture. Um, but the premise of the show is at the very beginning, you meet a woman who seems to be kind of dissatisfied with where she is in her life at the moment. She gets a text from you don't know who yet that just says run and she texts back run and it turns out it's an ex-boyfriend and they had an agreement that if any point in life one of them texted run to the other and the other one responded with run they would meet at uh in at a at grand central station in new york and take a train ride across the country and kind of see what happened oh. and you and it takes you on a journey i'm excited this is on our short list it is and well in speaking of short list i do just want to say because it's only a half hour it's an easy, I think it would be an easy binge. Yeah. We watched it week by it's week. it's just one season. It's just one yeah. season and the half hour episodes just make it, I mean, I'm sure you could binge it and like, I think it's like eight, eight or nine episodes. So it's a quickie. Once we get past the most recent season of Hoarders, I'm there. Okay. So you're binging Hoarders right now? Oh God. I don't know what we did. Well, because we're watching. Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Uh, we're binging Hoarders. And then after we watch an episode of Hoarders, we have to watch an episode of that flower competition show on Netflix. Have you Pardon seen Pardon me, what? It's called, let me get it now so I don't sound You're like... You're going to watch the flower competition show. No, it's like Great British Bake Off, but with flower arrangements. <laughs> okay. it's, uh, it's just candy, but I need to watch something lighthearted because... Sure, to like scrub your brain like, from hoarders. Last night, the lady lived on a foot of human excrement. No! What? Yeah. Also, how many episodes of hoarders are you watching? One, you watch one episode a night. You can't watch more than one episode because it's too depressing. And, but how many seasons are there? Like, well, how they, long are you doing this Netflix, for? Oh, no, this is easy because on Netflix right now, the current, whatever season is available, it's like five episodes or okay. six episodes. So we're just watching whatever is in the can. You know me. I love Hoarders. Oh, I love that show. It's so depressing. Though. It's super depressing, but it's the same reason I watch My 600 Pound Life. Yeah. Because you want to know that it's not that bad. It's it's a window into a whole different yeah. way of being. Yeah, like when my, you get pancake cats. Oh, that's the worst. Don't talk about the it. The lady had. There were so many things. It was bad. She was going doo doo in the living room. Oh man, I think I watched that episode. Was it her doo doo? Yeah. Well, who, who else, else is doo doo? Animals? Were you thinking there was animal doo doo because her house was mouse infested? Of course. But she would find a cup and go doo doo because she was too. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah. Oh, just is so sad. Hey, well, let's lighten things up a little bit. See, you need something to uplift. Let's go somewhere happy. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Um, oh, this is just depressing, too. No. Let's talk about what restaurant do you have a major emotional connection to? 651-641-1071. After this. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. 
Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.